and welcome to a very ominous episode of BJ Shea's Board Game Alliance number 63. I am your host, Joey, mom's favorite bees. Boy, Josh, your creativity is really killing me these days. <laughs> like, it's not ominous, it's the, the episode before Mother's Day. Oh. Oh! That's why your mom's favorite. You know what, I take everything back hey, I take, said about you. Take those insults and <laughs> I'm telling mom. Uh, uh, joining me, of course, is Josh Utley from the Omega Ga- or from the Chief of the Omega Game. You know, I'm going to call you Chief Omega Gamer. How about that? <laughs> I'll take it. You know what? And Mom's nicest, most favorite son, Josh. Yeah, you just no, <laughs> no, maybe a little bit. Well, the most devious son of them all, <laughs> Sean Epperson of Thing Twelve Games. Oh, hey, hey. And definitely the most likable of all the children, Vicky Barcelona. Just because I don't get caught. That's true. You're very (laughs) sneaky, very creative. I was going to go with uh, Joey, the good son. Yeah, that one. (laughs) (laughs) That would be uh, more appropriate. I got in a lot of trouble as a kid, and I'm pretty sure my mom had to backhand me a couple of times. Mentally, at least, you know, just to really... She gives you those eyes. The mom eyes are the worst, because you know that dad's going to come in and just... Yell at you and yell at you and tell him he doesn't want to be in trouble because he's in trouble with mom if you met in trouble with mom. So it's not good. Uh, talking about uh, things today, of course, we have a, a, something we mentioned in the last podcast, which is a great event that we're going to break down a little bit more in detail. Mm-hmm. The Mox Gauntlet 2019. We have a team of all-star individuals who are looking to provide, hopefully, the lovely podcast with a trophy. Or a gauntlet. gauntlet. Hey. Etched with BJ's face if we win. <laughs> Hopefully. No. <laughs> no? Maybe we can do an imprint, like we slam it into his face, you know, it'll leave a little... No. Oh, yeah. yeah, like Gronk did with the Lombardi <laughs> trophy. We'll throw it against his face, we'll damage it permanently, and it'll be a great story. We'll make headlines exactly. in the gaming community everywhere, and everyone will know who BJ Shea is <laughs> and his lovely group of misfits. Hi. I'm the captain. Ah, yes, you are the captain. I like captain it. Vicky. And BJ's mad because he can't call himself the captain. That's right. Because I'm the captain. Captain. Yes. Well, he can be a big number two. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Before we get into that, though, I wanted to do a little quick poll because... I'm a little bit of a geek, and it's not a board game thing, but Game of Thrones has been airing, and we've just had one of the most incredible episodes of all time, and I just want to know real quick before we start, guys, are you guys watch Game of Thrones, right? Come on. Mm-hmm. Oh, game yes. of what? I'm kidding. Tones. <laughs> no, yes. I just want to know real quick, who do you guys think is going to sit on the Iron Throne? Oh. Uh, I think they're going to Hollywood it out, and it's going to be John. No. No, Snow. No I've, Targaryen, Snow, Blurry, and like, Logically, and so I think it's going to be Sansa. Sansa? Ooh. Not that I want it to be, but I have a feeling. I agree. It's not that I want it to be either, but because Martin's not involved with this season, I think they're going to go Hollywood. Yeah. I'm really hoping that it's Cersei and everyone just gets the middle finger. Nah, she's <laughs> got to get killed by her younger brother. No, see, that's what everyone thinks is going no, to happen. No, that's the prophecy. No, the I, witch said. Prophecy sucks. Let's get a twist in there. It's There's some cool. twists in all these great shows and t- you know, movies these days. It has all come true, but I think it'll be a joint Tyrion and Jaime. Ooh. Simultaneously killed. Sean, now you're just catching I'm, up, right? I'm voting Hodor. Hodor. Oh. <laughs> Hodor is on me, Hodor. I know Hodor. I do Hodor. know of a Hodor, so. I yeah. like it. I like it. I haven't come to that spot yet, but you know. <laughs> you're, getting there. you're getting there. You're getting there. I cried. Well, anyways, if you want to chime in and tell us where you th- who thinks they're going to sit on the Iron Throne by the end of the season, Josh, where can they get a hold of us? Ah, you can go to bjgeeknation.com. You can also get all the podcast, blogs, interviews, videos, links, and more. more. And more is great because the Gauntlet 2019 that I mentioned, there's a lot of stuff you can do by 
helping us with a little bit of cashola or just good cheer and joy and spreading in things on your Facebook page uh, to help the lovely charity, which is what again, Vicky? Uh, la, el Centro de la Raza. Wait. El Centro de la Raza, which is the center for people of all races. Sometimes the both languages kind of mush in my head, so I keep wanting to say <laughs> El Centro de the people of all races. And but no, it's El Centro de la Raza. What are they going to get if they donate, guys, besides great feelings and good cheer? They, they get, get to watch us be amazing at trying to play board games. <laughs> yeah, come down, check out everything going on, because they always do a lot of really cool stuff when we do the gauntlet. There's a lot of... Um, uh, what are they called? Silent auctions. Just mm-hmm. a lot of cool events if you have kids there. And just to hang out at Mox anyways in Bellevue is, it's huge. It's pretty awesome. And coming up, I think, uh, Lee, or I think, uh, yeah, if you tune back, you'll can see it, uh, hear an interview with Lila that we did recently. They also usually do some sales and things like that. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's definitely worth coming out to check out and see what's going on and, you know, see what, what people are doing mm-hmm. to play in, maybe get some deals. There's, like, uh, pe- some kinds of fun. there's people that dress up, too. Ooh, oh, cosplay? Yeah, yeah like, for, for the theme. Like, uh, BJ always does a t-shirt, and I remember when they announced the theme, I immediately found him a shirt uh, that's kind of in this theme, and it's uh, Cirque, as in circus. Ah, nice. So, are you guys going to dress up? <laughs> I kind of want to now. Can I be a clown? <laughs> if someone you finds can. me something, sure. I mean, I'm not going to buy it, but I'll find it for you. <laughs> there you go. I'll get a little red nose and some big clown shoes. I was going to be a ringleader. But I would go with the Mad Hatter the, See, that'd be kind the of card cool. in it. And for those of you who don't know, it's uh, Card Kingdom in Seattle. If you're not from Seattle, you can still donate and help out because everything what? is, of course, going to charity. Mox Boarding House. Mox Boarding House. Yeah. Card, he- Card Kingdom is the game store. Mox Boarding House is kind of like one everything and also the restaurant. Oh, got it, got it, got it. Because um, it's awesome. If you haven't been to the restaurant, who do they got some good food? They really do. Like they, they stepped it up when it comes to food because some places you go and it's just like, okay, your, your usual fried bar food. And this is not the case. They actually, you can tell they take pride in the menu. And guys, if you don't have a place like this around, you if you're not from the Washington area. What it is is we have this kind of like new trend of cafes that are also places to play board games. And so what it is is they have this whole stockpile of board games that you can just Mm -hmm. go to their store and ask to borrow for the day or for an hour or two and play Mm -hmm. with your friends and you can sit down. Or you can bring your own game. Yeah, and they serve alcohol and food and... Like beer and wine and meat and stuff like that. And they have coffee... Yeah, and they have huge rooms you can rent out, and then if you and there's also a separate area for your kids and all that stuff. If you want to let them go play around and play games, it's yeah, it's really awesome. Yeah. But yeah, definitely go check it out. Please uh, donate to us. We are in need of your help. And if you can't donate because funds are tight, please share it. We have it on our Facebook page pinned to the top. So please just give it a share and ask uh, your friends to kind of donate. A couple bucks goes a long way. Great entertainment, great cause. And you can watch people, and mostly us, embarrass ourselves. But speaking of the games that they are going to be playing, I know that I have heard rumors that everyone has been practicing for this because, mm-hmm. uh, though it is for charity, some people get a little competitive with it, and they want to <laughs> show their board game flexing <laughs> skills, if you will. And I know one of the games we kind of mentioned a little bit on the last podcast, Photosynthesis. I can't believe this is a game because I am looking at the board. It's it, pretty. It's pretty, but it's just trees. It's tr- there's a lot of trees, guys. What there's do you do with trees? trees. <laughs> you got you to gotta grow your trees through the process of photosynthesis. Now, I'm not a, a techie science guy, but I'm assuming there's some sunlight or some water or something. What's going on? There is a sunlight uh, section of board, actually, that travels around the main game board. 
and where that sun is, it's going to be shining in a direct pattern. And it's going to light up all those trees that are there. And, and depending on the size of your tree, that's going to generate a, basically a resource for you, a money resource, sun points. And you use those sun points to be able to uh, spread a seed out from one of your trees into another spot. All those spots are areas that you can try and gain victory points. So there's sort of an area control. But at some point, you have to harvest your tree to get victory points. Oh, okay. And this sun kind of looks like a giant Pac-Man. Yeah, a little bit because it's <laughs> around a, you know, a 90-degree angle. So it flips around the board. At first, I thought the sun was going to be eating the trees. And I'm like, well, this is a very uh, <laughs> different kind of uh, nature versus nurture. <laughs> it has like a Pac-Man look to him a little bit. Yeah, um, 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 um. So you, you're kind of almost infecting the world with trees. A little bit, yeah. Definitely a, a bit of a take that uh, element to this game. Because if you grow your tree up tall, uh, your tree is going to cast shade. And uh, <laughs> you're casting shade on other players. You don't you want can, to be throwing shade. You can block uh, the amount of... Uh, sun resource because now a tree, a smaller tree behind your larger tree, it's not getting any sun. I knew there was a reason I didn't like your tall tree, Sean. <laughs> I knew there was a secret behind them. Uh, so I assume you guys have all played this already, maybe, hopefully. Yeah, uh, yes. I played it once. It was one of those, uh, I wish I would have played it again right away, but we, we were done playing. Uh, it I was like, I don't really get what my strategy is or how to, what's the best thing you can do. And then you're also learning the rules. It wasn't, I'm like, I, and I actually would like to play again just for funsies because I actually enjoyed it. It wasn't like, oh, I have to learn this game and I don't like it. No, I actually had a lot of fun with it. And it's so pretty. I'm going to say the, the their cover photo is perfect because it looks like a deep, rich forest, but the trees different have different colors, kind of like mm-hmm. you would have in any game, so you can differentiate mm-hmm. players. And the blue and the red and the yellow and the green, I really like it. It's kind of mm-hmm. like seasons almost. Yep. And they, they're different types of trees, too, so it's pretty cool. And you can learn playing this game? <laughs> I like it. 10 out of 10. Uh, so are you guys, would you consider yourselves masters <laughs> of the no. game? <laughs> I don't know if I'm a master. Yeah. <laughs> I've played one so far, and I enjoyed it, and that's about it. <laughs> so you're the, you're the master of enjoying the game. Yes. <laughs> uh, the two times I've played it, I've come in. Uh, uh, no, I beat Vicky on a tiebreaker. Yeah. That was, that was my best. But usually I lose at this one. Yeah. So snack of choice would be salad with this game then? Yes. <laughs> Actually, I was eating a salad while we were playing this game. That's Do you funny. get bonus points? <laughs> I should have. I should have beat you, Josh. You, you should I'll tell them you. during the gauntlet every time that you know, I'm eating a salad. So this is a flavor point. I want to put that on my uh, score chart. Okay. <laughs> Plus one for our team. Get Let's a bonus for that one. Uh, but uh, another game that you guys will be playing is uh, very interesting, Parade. Mm-hmm. Parade by Z-Man. It is themed Alice in Wonderland. Mm-hmm. And the parade's and, going on. Yeah, which is a row of cards, and you want your cards in the parade. The problem is when you put down a card out of that row, if it's a two, you count two to the left, and then everything past that, past that to the left that's either the same color or lower, you have to take back into your hand. Same number that or lower. not where you want yeah. it. It has to be the same color or, or the same table. number or lower. So I can assume that if I pick up cards, I probably don't want cards then, no. do I? You're no. trying to get the least amount of points. There is a cool little thing that happens, though, and I didn't explain this correctly when I played with some people, is uh, if you have the most of one color at the end, like a number of cards then you get to flip those over at the very end and you no longer go by because each number, each card has a different value. Yep, yep. You add up the values at the end and then whoever has the least amount is the winner. When you flip the cards over because you have the most of that color, each of those values goes down to one. That is a huge advantage. Mm-hmm. Because so it's nice. I assume there's one through, a, whatever, six, seven, eight, nine, ten cards. I think uh, it ten. goes up to ten, yeah. Oh. Or was it 11? 
No 10. No 10. So because if you got a card that's like a 10 value and all of a sudden it becomes a 1, I mean that's a lot of points yeah. you just saved. So you don't really know who wins until the very end. You're definitely watching what other people are getting though. Like yes. if I look over at Josh and he's got, you know, four blues and I've got three, I'm like, "Hmm, uh, he's got a, an eight-point blue sitting out there, so if I can get the most, I'm going to stick him with a whole ton of points. <laughs> oh, that makes sense, because if you fight over a color, essentially whoever wins that color is way ahead of that other player. It's a right. weird yeah. balance, because you're trying not to fight over it, because then you'll start putting down more and more and more cards, and you don't want to put more cards down. But at the same time, you're like, well, if I could screw someone over and maybe benefit myself, it's a weird balance. This yeah. sounds like a perfect game for a competition. Yes. <laughs> this is yeah. the quickest one. And uh, there is, we have trivia as well during mocks. So after lunch, we always do trivia, which one year we won. It was our first year doing what? it. What? Yeah, it was with uh, Chris Walker, myself, BJ, and I think, was it Pete Greenberg? That sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we won trivia that year. And uh, I don't think we've won since. How much bragging? Was really good. <laughs> yeah, I was saying, how much bragging did you do? Because I love trivia, but am awful at it. I have no, I have no random knowledge of anything relevant. Apparently, <laughs> I have like the gut instinct where I'm like, I, I, I don't know why, but I think it's this. I've never played this game, but I think the trivia answer is this game. And I was right, and we picked the other ones. I was like, dang it! Should have gone with my gut. Always go with Vicky's gut. <laughs> and there's one game that is yet to be revealed. Oh, okay, that's interesting. So they'd have, they leave one game uh, to be decided of the day of. That way you can't be fully prepared no matter how much you try. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because here's some of the teams that we're going up against, like some big names in the uh, world of gaming and just nerddom in general. Like, Because uh, they're all on the front page of uh, the gauntlet 2019. Causevox.com. Uh, we are in second place with Money Rays, but far behind because uh, first place is Team Bungie. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Microsoft. Mm-hmm. Yeah, David. They have over fifty thousand dollars. Good lord. Huh. Yes, um, but Fancy. we are in second place. Uh, but we have Monolith, Pazio, Arena Net, Funko, um, Geek Girl Con, Big Fish Games, uh, OrcaCon, Wizards of the Coast, EA, PopCap, Twitch. Microsoft, uh, Microsoft Studios, I believe, uh, global pl- publishing. So a lot of nerds, a lot of people who reverse engineer games. So A lot of big names coming we need together your, for a good cause, though, to be honest. We need your help, though, because the more you donate, the more points or the more power-ups we can get that will help us along the line. Yeah, exactly. And if, for those who don't know, power-ups help them within the game. A little bit of an advantage because, yeah. it, trust me, we're going to need some advantage. Yes, yeah, so please help <laughs> us. Uh, but... If you guys could choose a game to be the third game, not necessarily to win, but just to play with everyone, what, what would it be? <sighs> Azul. Oh, yeah? Azul would be a good I love one. Just game. one. <laughs> just one. Oh, my God, yes. Let's play, the, uh, let's play a party game. I, I know it's kind of funny, uh, but I wish we could do like a, a code, not a code name, uh, what do you call it, a Cards Against Humanity or something, but by the viewers. <laughs> the viewers get to choose their very favorite answers. Oh, my God, like a Twitch stream? Yeah, That's yeah. fantastic, With actually. all the lovely characters. I thought that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Because you can't go wrong with mm-hmm. a little bit of uh, controversy right. <laughs> during a board gaming <laughs> session. Well, I mean, the cool thing with that, too, is that you don't know who the cards are, so you can't have anybody like, oh, I'm biased. I'm going to pick, you know, Wizards of the Coast or whatever. Yeah, it's like, exactly. no, just pick your favorite one. And you never know because everyone thinks that, like, people think one way or they know someone. And then all of a sudden you see you play cards against humanity or their games like it. And they're playing cards. And you're like, oh, this has to be Josh or this has to be Sean. And the next thing you know, it's quiet Vicky in the corner. Right. You're like, mm-hmm. Vicky, how is this your card? I know. Once the most filthiest card I got was from my brother's ex-girlfriend, who was a very sweet, quiet, soft-spoken Mormon girl. Oh, and no. And I'm just like, this is filthy. Whose is this? This wins. And she raises her hand all meekly. I'm like, ah. Oh. Love it. Yeah, my. Awesome. Poor friend. He the first time he met his girlfriend's uh, parents, they played apples to apples, oh. and he played 
one of the dirtiest combos he had ever played because he thought it'd be funny. He's like, oh, I'll be the comedian of the fan. They'll love me. And they played it, and the parents just looked up, and they're like, hey, so we're going to start dinner now. And I'm oh. like, oh, <laughs> wow. Oh, you touched on a sore subject, sir. Maybe this is not the family for you. He got the talking to by the girlfriend. He goes, just, just. Be cool, <laughs> you know. Just you know, just put down grilled cheese sandwich for everything or something. Yeah. You know? just, it apples to apples. Oh my god! I know, and it's difficult to be dirty in that game. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm excited to uh, see you guys play and hopefully crush the games. I'm going to be your cheerleader of the bunch. I'll mm-hmm. be in uh, clown shoes and a red nose, going "Go team, go!" <laughs> Please do. Yeah, hopefully I'm going to be entertaining the fans and hopefully playing some games and probably getting you guys a lot of food and water. Yes. Oh, I'm down. <laughs> But, uh, but we we did mention earlier that this is the episode before Mother's Day. <gasps> mother's Day. Have you guys mother's. gotten gifts for your mothers slash you know spouses? I have actually. I, I have uh, not. no. I know oh, what I'm getting. I haven't gotten it yet. <laughs> you procrastinators. Right? <laughs> hey, at least I'm a pro at it. <laughs> That's true. I will won't spoil what I got her because she does listen to this podcast. Really? So, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know your mama listened. She gave us all a high five. She said you guys are awesome. My mom Aww. listens too. <gasps> My mom does not. Anywho. <laughs> well, you know what, Vicky? You can change that. Um, Maybe not. <laughs> but I thought it'd be kind of fun to, like, have you guys ever gotten a chance to play any board games with your mothers or and or significant others who are the mother of your children? I'm not referring to Joe because I'd be weird. Hi. <laughs> um, yeah, is there any games that you guys love to play that you would suggest for other people to, you know, maybe buy for their moms or loved ones on Mother's Day? Uh, yes, actually. Uh, there's a couple that I routinely play with my mother-in-law, really? uh, my wife's mother, and um, she's kind of a board game fan. Like, we used to play Monopoly back in the day, <laughs> so we were like, let's introduce you to some modern games. And uh, she really, really enjoys King Domino. Okay, what's that one? Uh, King Domino is a really pretty game by Blue Orange Games, where essentially you're uh, picking up tiles that have uh, a a type of environment on both sides. Sometimes it's a green pasture, sometimes it's a lake, and essentially you're uh, putting them on your around this uh, castle that you have in front of you, uh, domino style. So you have to have one of those pieces, one of those two halves, matching an area that you're putting it next to. So people that understand dominoes and how to play dominoes, which is a lot of people, especially older people, they're like, oh, okay, I get how this works. Yeah, my sister boyfriend boyfriend loves dominoes. Just hearing you explain it, I get exactly what you're saying. Yeah, Hmm. Yeah. and it's really pretty, really chunky tiles, and essentially uh, you're just building out this environment around your castle and uh, the number of places that you link together. You start growing more points, and... Uh, yeah, it's it's really cool. Really and you said you game. get your own castle, correct? Yeah, you start off a little a little player space, and you've got this little mini castle that you're sitting out there, and King you're putting out these little guys, you know, to mark which which tiles you're going to be taking. I like it. I like it. I have played a very awkward game with <laughs> yes. my family uh, called Cash and Guns. Oh. <laughs> That's a great yes. game to play with. Family. Oh, it's a great game, but let me tell you, when you point a foam gun at your parents, they are not too happy about it. <laughs> I, I think that's the big grin on your face. It is a very big grin. I had a great time, Josh. <laughs> I shot BJ many times. Yes, that makes me happy. That puts a smile on my face. Yeah, for those of you guys who don't know, it's a quick little cool card game where you're trying to collect loot, and uh, essentially you have bullets that you can or cannot shoot if you want, and you put them face down. And every round, you get to you point your gun and. Uh, you flip over your cards and it's either a bullet or not a bullet and it's a, it's a fun game because uh, you can stop people from getting loot by shooting them and then you have to restart the whole thing but this, my mom stresses out about games and stuff like that. She doesn't want to be too competitive about it. But boy, was this fun because every time I'm like, I'm going to shoot you again. And she's like, no, stop. Stop shooting people. 
I want my loot. I want my jewelry. And I'm like, never. <laughs> of course, guess who ends up winning? It's my sister, the quiet one, who's oh, just right. not trying to shoot anyone, not saying anything while I'm taking all the drama and, you know, all my loot got stolen. <laughs> it was sad. I didn't get any loot and I got shot. <laughs> I mean, yes. Not surprising, though. It runs into the males in our family. We tend to be too yeah. loud and it doesn't work out well. <laughs> I know my mom, so I can't play with my dad because my dad gets frustrated at all the rules in the games. It's like, okay, I'm not playing with you. So I play with my mom. And uh, one of the games we do like playing, like we talked about it briefly before on a different episode, uh, Potion Explosion. Yes. It's just a lot of fun. It's marble. It's colorful. You do have to think. So my mom really digs that. She's a master. She's also really good at like the Monopoly type games. She's just really good at dominating everything. So I want to get her into a few more games so I know she's going to really like Splendor, which I'm hoping to get oh, soon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think she's really going to dig that. Um, but also another cute one for mom's uh, Patchwork. Because I oh, love it. Yeah. It's like if you like, if she likes Tetris-y types of games, she's going to dig Patchwork because it's really cute. And you, you know, your money's buttons. <laughs> <laughs> one I haven't got to play with my mom yet, but I want to, is Wingspan. Wingspan, okay. Just because Wingspan is so beautiful by uh, Stonemaier Games. Uh, <clears throat> the art is... Remember the old grade school textbooks when they would, like, show you a picture of a bird? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That, yeah. that yeah. hand-drawn art. That's every card in this game. Yeah. Uh, but it's a super simple game to play where you're just getting birds, laying eggs, feeding birds. There are 75 egg miniatures in this game. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a 170 of the 940 North American birds because every card in this game is unique. I could s- hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I just saw this awesome picture of a cat staring at the bird on the box. They're <laughs> 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 like, you've been tricked, cat. There are no real birds here. <laughs> but it's not a really, it's not like a take that game. You just kind of play your own board, but it's fun, and it's uh, it, it can get thinky, because you're just, you're laying out these birds in order, and then your top row, your forest areas where forest birds go. But when every time you feed your birds and you after you get the food, then you run down your board doing any card that has a brown ribbon on it, and you get to do something. And if you build those up, you're doing you know five or six things in your turn. That's pretty awesome. I think the best part about uh, explaining or showing games to uh, the older generations is that they have this mindset that everything's Monopoly. And that there is no depth or anything brighter yeah. or greater than Monopoly. It's just, oh, board game, of course. Or You're playing Uno. Sheets and Ladders or Uno or Candy oh, Land. Move. <laughs> and then, you know, BJ comes out with the biggest box you've ever seen. <laughs> and they just get this look on their face like, oh, I, I did not understand what was going to happen today. <laughs> Please tell me BJ did not try to play Twilight Imperium. No. <laughs> his mother no. would never. Oh, my gosh. The amount Joey's of time. mom, no. No. <laughs> she came home one day and saw the spread of Twilight Imperium and just looked at me and said, glad I'm not going to be here today because I have no idea what's going to be happening in this room for the next 16 hours. A lot of yelling. A lot of yelling. A lot of of planet exploration. And as happened to me, woke up from a brief nap to be yelled at. Oh, you know what? Not because I was napping. (laughs) Well, that's good. Why? What were you doing, Josh? Uh, BJ was going on a little bit with another player about uh, uh, some agenda or rule, and it was time to vote, and they finally got to me, and like, what's your vote? And I was like, I vote four, seven, seven votes four. <laughs> and I then was instantly accused of trying to mess over George and uh, 
mess over this person. Da da da. da. I was like, actually, I was napping. <laughs> hey, you know what? That's the best excuse, though. <laughs> Guys, I want to let you know my strategic and my strategy for it was uh, to wake up and vote. Uh, I was taking a quick power nap over there. Uh, I oh, I was in my chair at the table. <laughs> <laughs> How did they not realize you were napping? I put my hat down. Oh, smart. I was going to say, because you could be that guy with sunglasses at the table. And yep. Like, Josh, it's your turn. Four, 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 four. Well, oh. I'll tell you, at the beginning of my nap and the end of my nap, the argument was exactly the same and unchanged. I find that a lot uh, with BJ, that they turn into these circular arguments for a good half hour until he gets what he wants or loses the game. Yeah, pretty much. Or Sean's about to screw him over. One of the two. I love that when Josh wakes up, his response is the same response that Rodney Dangerfield gives in, uh, <laughs> when he goes back to college and he just blurts out an answer. And yep. to, right? What did I do? You, it worked yeah. out for Rodney. It worked out for me. Oh, I knew there amazing. was genius behind it. <laughs> well, speaking of more games, guys, have there been any, any awesome games that you've been playing? Anything that's been catching your fancy? Well, Sean and I got to finally play the expansion to Great Western Trail. Yeah. Let me guess, the, the trail goes on. Northern Rails? Yeah, North Northern Rails. Rails, rails of the North? Rails no. of... Right in the rails of something. Mm. <laughs> of the North Walkers. There, are, There is a game called Railways of the North. This is the Rails of the North expansion. Rails got to it. the North. That's what I said. <laughs> I, I got it. Third time's a charm. <laughs> Fifth time, you know, whatever. Uh, it, it changed up how the game scores... It actually puts out more negative victory point opportunities, uh, but it allows you to put these little little train stations up in the northern territories to unlock different ways to get points because Great Western Trail is about taking cattle from Texas to Kansas City and putting them on trains. Theme? <laughs> yeah, we get it. We understand. Yeah, we're herding cattle, but it's super fun game. Really? Oh. Uh, it's so good. It's it's thinky. It's definitely Euro. Definitely have a Euro. But uh, the whole point salad of it. And then um, I believe I almost lapped Sean in his uh, his loss. At yeah, you just crushed me. <laughs> and I'm taking this victory lap because it's well-deserved because I have played this game now a total of ten times and my mm. record is one and nine. <laughs> Solid. Yeah. So that means that the first nine times were all practice runs and the tenth time no, counted. No. Uh, there was, uh, I won and then immediately lost after. Oh. Because all, all the times that you played, played with again. me before that, I actually had won those games. Yeah. <laughs> Sean uh, was the dominator. And then we played again. The yeah. second time, and I defeated him. Not only I did mean, I defeat Josh. I was I, distracted. We were going to end game, and I didn't want to play with you anymore. <laughs> not only so did I like, defeat it's Josh. It's not a rage quit. It's like a my soul is broken quit. I also beat yeah, DJ I really by trying. one point. No. Ooh, yeah, the best one victories point. are by one point. <laughs> so they good. sting the most. What I, okay, so a little bit about this game, just out of curiosity, because it, like you said, it seems very basic. What, what, where's the depth? Where's the complexity? Where does herding cattle from one place to another? What happens? As you go up the board, there's not that many locations out to start the game, neutral locations. And when you get there, there's one or two things you can do. And you do them to get money. You do them to purchase extra cattle. You do them to get cowboys or carpenters or engineers. The more carpenters you have the more buildings you can put on the board, places for you to stop that other people can't. Uh, the more engineers you get, the further your train can go. Therefore, the further you can deliver cattle out without penalty and go further in the north and get more bonuses. 
And then cowboys, the more cowboys you have, the easier and cheaper it is to get cattle, and every cattle card is worth points. Ooh, can I take my cowboys to shoot other people's cattle? <laughs> unfortunately, there is no gunslinging in this game. Oh! <laughs> the gunslinger expansion. But once you get to the top of the board, you're in Kansas, so you only have four cards in your hand for the majority of the game, but you know doubles don't count. So if I have uh, a blue three and a blue three, only one of those blue threes gets to count towards the value, the breeding value of my cattle. Oh, I'm like, so it's kind of like a race. It is over and over and over again. Ah. You probably go up that board eight or nine times in a game. <laughs> yeah. So do you, oh, okay, that makes sense. I see the Euro strategy to it because essentially it's efficiency. It yeah. is. And, and the board expands as you go because you're putting down new buildings and new spots. And uh, so it, it, does, it can take longer because you want to stop on every spot and get as much money as you can. And, uh, but it's definitely point sell at the end. I like to go the engineer strategy and get my train. Because if you put your train all the way to the end of the track, it auto hops back to these uh, uh, train stations, which you can buy. But if you make it to the end of the track, you get three bonus coins and you get to jump back. So you can just keep – you can go forward six, jump back. So it's you know, a, it's a good point get, but unfortunately, in my last play, I only focused on that, and that is bad. Mm, that can be bad, but as Mario has taught us, bonus coins are the best coins. They are the best. Coins. So I can see that being profitable. One of the interesting things about the game is that, uh, like, there are different different strategies you can take, but not only that, but how long you take to go from the very start of the board to the very end can vary. So Josh can just decide, you know what, I don't care about these other spots coming up. I'm going to skip past them. Meanwhile, I'm taking, you know, each action on those spaces. That makes sense. So lapping doesn't necessarily mean the same thing, right? Because oh, yeah. their lap could be smaller. Position changes a lot in the game. Oh, that's cool. I can understand how that would be fun because it's kind <laughs> of like a, a, it's like a very fun race because you can see how far behind you are and how you have to catch yes. up. Okay. I like it. I like it. <laughs> are you think you're going to go for, uh, two for 11 now, Josh? Uh, probably not, but here's the great here's the mark of a great game. I always want to play it. I want to play it again right now. I'm not getting burned out just because I'm not winning. That that actually really is the mark of a great game because it's very hard to convince someone to play a game after they've lost at it. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, if you can keep playing that, that's great. And uh, how many games? Is, how many players does it play? That'll play four. Four. Nice. And that is by Eggerspiel and Stronghold Games. Well, guys. Thank you again for joining us on another great episode of BJ State's Board Game Alliance. Josh, take us away. Play nice. Don't let Sean get the cattle. 